I mean, I I love to tell dads of girls, you know, especially young girls, like just keep them involved however you can, keep it fun for them, just to keep their interest, you know, it doesn't matter if they don't take it seriously until they're 14, 15, 16, or 30. Such a cool thing to be able to play golf with your daughter and that potential of a college scholarship is always out there. There's so many for girls. It's unbelievable. This week on the show, we interview Kim Welch, winner of the Big Break Kanapali, along with her sometimes caddy and fiance, actor Brett Anthony. Together, they make a dynamic duo who share some lighter stories of golf. You're listening to the Birdie Dad Podcast. They can't make a birdie, but they can dad. And now your hosts, Jared, Brian, and Trevor. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. We really appreciate it. Um, as Brian said, I'm Jared. And, you know, we run this show, a lot of fun. We're, Brian has really, you know, when he pitched this, he said, this is going to be our first couple on the show. So, Kim, Kim and Brett, what do you guys want to talk about today as the couple? So, so Jared, let's let's give some background here on Kim, uh, since since we're we're on this topic now. Yeah, so Kim, you are professional golfer. I'm also a Coug, as also you can see. Also a Coug, yeah, a, mem- Coug. a member of the Washington State University uh, Athletic Hall of Fame. Correct. A, I think you placed as high as fifth in the NCAA championship uh, when I you were did. there. Yeah. Right. Nice. What? Golf clap, golf yeah, clap. Golf clap. <laughs> ah, thank you. Smatter, smatter. Yeah. So I'm very, tipping my cap. Very accomplished golfer. Also a winner of the big break in 2008, Kanapali. Uh, mm-hmm. So congratulations on that. A little bit late. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, very accomplished golfer and Brett, uh, accomplished actor. Yes, at times. <laughs> should I read? Should I read from your bio, Brett? <laughs> I, uh, I, well, the program's only a half hour. <laughs> so, I don't want to hog all the time. I said, I'm just going to read this real quick because uh, I think this sums it up pretty good. Is it, okay. Brett Anthony is that rarity among actors, former with the looks of a leading man and the razor sharp comic timing of a stand up. Ooh. That, that's that's beautiful, Brett. That's excellent copy right there. Whoever wrote that. That's <laughs> yeah. all you need. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, that, uh, Without that sentence, I would have never met this person. Awesome. Yeah. So, so how did you guys meet? Let's, let's describe that first and we can get into your kind of <laughs> golf stuff in a little bit, but yeah. How'd you guys meet? Uh, so with my resume fitting on a yellow sticky note, uh, I managed to get invited to a golf tournament in uh, Olympia hosted by the uh, local uh, celebrity there, um, Richard Karn. Yes. Richard Karn from Tool Time, uh, mm-hmm. Home Improvement. Mm-hmm. And uh, I flew there, landed in SeaTac from Burbank Airport. And at Carousel 13, I met the chin and the nose of Sergeant Slaughter, the <laughs> WWE <laughs> <Yes>. wrestler. And <laughs> right behind his chin was Kim standing there. Okay. And that we met full lightning bolt. <laughs> Um, from, from SeaTac to Olympia, heavy flirting in the, uh, <laughs> suburban, nice. um, kind of probably illegal 
in some city <laughs> in South Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry if any of you are from South Dakota. <laughs> yeah. Already off the air. That's already. right. That's right. Um, we met at the airport. Uh, the golf tournament was happening. Uh, the dinner before I saw her at the table, uh, the table was full. I leaned in, I said, you know, it's, it's too bad that your table is full, but if you'd like to be at the fun table, it's back there uh, where I was sitting. And about, uh, I think after the Caesar salad, she came and joined it at my table and it was pretty exciting. That was kind of it. Yeah. <laughs> she said just... she was going to ignore me the next day at the <laughs> golf okay. tournament. And uh, I showed up. I've never been in group one off the tee of a celebrity tournament. And sure enough, there was my name on the cart, um, just under the name of Kim Welch. And so I was like, I'm going to just butter this up this moment. (laughs) And so I was applying SPF 180 to my face. (laughs) And I looked like a geisha in the cart when Kim showed up with a huff and a puff. And I was applying the sunscreen saying, it's going to be real hard to ignore me today. <laughs> I was so annoyed. We were paired together. <laughs> well, I was gonna, I was gonna say, Kim, I, was that was that just by chance, or did you have something to do with it, or do you think Brett had, had something to do with it? I had nothing. I don't think either of us had anything to do with it. But the no. guy who was in charge of the pairings was at our table the night before, mm-hmm. and I think he, he saw, saw that something. there could be something. <laughs> yeah, well, that's so. a cool story. So, how'd you play that day, both of you? Better oh, or worse than normal? First hole, amazing. <laughs> he beat me yeah. on our okay. very first hole that we ever played together. And I was like, yep, this is never going to work. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not, we're going to stop at the second hole with the story. First hole, par. Bogey. Second hole was a par five as a southpaw. I thought I had flushed out my slice, but basically uh, it was a par five. I managed to achieve a nine. Hmm. Him birdied. (laughs) And that basically that five stroke swing there. (laughs) (laughs) All was right in the world. Yeah, this flipped it real quick, real quick. (laughs) She started talking to you again, basically, right? Yeah. 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 I started clubbing down in in a way, Uh I guess. Yeah. To win her back. That's awesome. So, so fast forward, how many years? And and here's where we are now. How long ago was that? Nine. That was 2012. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Almost nine years ago. Nine years. Yeah. Was that when you were showing your caddy skills right there? When you really solidified <laughs> oh my your role as caddy? Listen, man. That was his first audition. <laughs> like we could hustle right into the golf talk. Like it is such a beast. Like I had no idea. And as an actor, I thought for sure my, I guess, 23 years at that time, 23 years of being a SAG card holding member, I would be able to act like one. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, no, not the case. Cool. Well, you you offered more to that day than just your golf skills, I guess. You offered your personality. Yeah. Yeah. There was one hole where I don't like saying that I outdrove her Super rare sentence, <laughs> not a common statement ever, but I think that one, happened. yeah, the one time there that I did that, I asked the other group what uh, that, uh, what that yardage marker said over there. 
<laughs> and the guy looked down on the ground. He looked over at us and he said, valve. <laughs> like, Ted, grab your valve wedge. Yeah, valve wedge. Yeah, swing, grip it, rip it. For that, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't mention that Kim was probably playing from the tips and you were probably playing from the, the senior tees in, as in a tournament, right? <laughs> That's the other thing. Like, always men's tee. Always plays from the men's tee. And I'm like, I mean, I guess I can go back there and play from that. <laughs> you don't have to. Nobody's judging. Oh, you're judging. Except for everybody. <laughs> yeah, everybody's judging. <laughs> for sure. So for each of you, it doesn't just have to be about Kim, Brad, it can be about you too. <laughs> um, so we have, we have kids, all of us have kids, and, and we're trying to get them into golf and get them excited. How did you guys start playing golf? Who was your kind of golf mentor, so to speak? Who got you into golf and... What got you excited about it? So my story is I'm the youngest of five kids. And um, so growing up, you know, it was just kind of natural. My dad got all the kids into golf. So by the time I was, you know, cruising around age four or five, all the other siblings were already playing and had their own clubs. So I kind of just followed them and followed in their footsteps and wanted to be like them. So my dad to uh, kind of give my mom a break. Uh, would take all of us to the golf course, all five of us, and just kind of hang out on the range and watch us hit and kind of teach us little things here and there. But for the most part, we just kind of enrolled in like the summer camps every year. That was it. When did you know it was for you, Kim? When did you have that break? <laughs> so I grew up, I'm sure I liked it when I was little, but we were forced to play every summer between the age of seven and 12. So for those five years, I kind of grew to hate it because it was summertime. I grew up in Sacramento. It's super hot in the summer. We had a pool. Like we should have been lounging by the pool. No, instead we had to play golf all summer. So I kind of grew to hate it. And it was the summer before I could quit. So I think I was 11 and I have three older brothers. So I'm used to being beat up, you know, by the older boys. So for golf, I was playing with this boy who's older than me. Again, I was probably 11, he was 12, and I ended up beating him, and he was such a snot all day. And I ended up beating this kid, and after the round, I saw him, like, bawling to his dad. Like, I can't believe this girl beat me. What am I going to do? I hate gold. And that honestly made me so excited because it was the first time I'd ever, like, made a boy cry, and I didn't <laughs> have to do anything except for play golf. And so I kind of related that to my older brothers. I was like, oh, this could be my way to compete with them and, you know, kind of show them I can hang. So instead of quitting the next year, I kind of fell in love with it again. Nice. So you, so that you would say that the seven to 12 years old, you got enough experience to get confidence to kind of push you past that hump then. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, yeah. Towards that, like 11, 12 year old range. I was like, okay, I'm kind of getting good at this. I can beat the boys. There's not really any girls to beat, but you know, that competitiveness in me, um, that I had with my brothers kind of came out and I was like, all right, I can do this. I like this. Nice. How long, how long did it take before you got the best of your brothers though in golf? Oh, probably not that long. <laughs> maybe the, <laughs> maybe the older ones it okay. took a few years, but they grew to love it too, you know, like, especially when I was in high school and college and with big break, you know, they were finally proud to be like, oh yeah, my sister kicks my butt. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. So Brett, was that just kind of same storage in reverse for you? 
you just went to the golf course and got, got your butt kicked by some girls? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Sorry. Pretty much. No, I didn't play until after high school. I mean, I was like a water polo, basketball swimmer. I had to swim to stay in shape for water polo. No golf at all. No golf at all. So um, I kind of got the bug, I guess, early 20s. Just as a lefty, I, I've never really had a lesson. I've been told... <laughs> what I should do on the range. Yeah. <laughs> Got a personal coach. Just once in a while. No, I, uh, yeah. And I love it. I mean, I'm, uh, I got down to a six, a really long time ago. And then now I'm probably just hovering at, um, high teens. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have kids yet, right? <laughs> I don't have kids. But who who has a girl? Anybody have a girl in the in the group here? Yeah, Tre- Trevor and I both have girls. I have one girl. Oh, okay. Trevor has two girls, and Brian has the boys. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Kim, yeah. with your game, his- what, what was your signature part of your game? If, if we haven't seen the big break for the listeners that haven't gone back and watched that, what I mean, or your your career really, you've had a great career in the LPGA and and from that big break, what was the signature style? What did you excel at? Um. I would say on the golf course, it was definitely my length. Um, I was always kind of known for being a, a long hitter. And that totally comes from, again, being a kid and wanting to like outdrive my brothers. And even though they're years ahead of me, I still want to keep up with them. So starting from a really young age, I just learned how to just swing really hard at it. And you know, I think there's a lot of research now about how you need to have kids just you don't need to teach so much technique. You need to teach them speed when they're real little because they can learn the technique later. You can't really teach speed after a certain point, you know? Ooh. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Yes. I need to Hot know more tarter. about her. Hot and we'll tip. be right back after this commercial break. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> 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 so Obviously you basically told us there's no DeShambo. hope for speed. <laughs> DeShambo is a unique character where he has learned speed, you know, uh, as an adult, but Honestly, for kids, like just teach them how to swing as hard as they can and it'll pay off. Kim, are you still maintaining your swing speeds? You were like, you know, five, six years ago. Are you able to maintain it? I think so. Yeah. I mean, the last time I checked, I'm still right around like 104 with the driver, which I'm happy with. I mean, my workout program. Can you give us your workout program? Can you email all of us? Because we we need some of that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> swing hard and pray <laughs> swing hard. what does that get you 104 swing speed what are you hitting with your driver uh i think the carries like around 240 ish right and you know if i'm playing up in seattle then the total is about 241 <laughs> um <laughs> down here <laughs> yeah exactly maybe it's 239 and my backspin i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah but no, I, I typically hit it around 260, 270. Let's pause here so I can remind you we are giving away a 30% off all gear coupon right now by joining our email list. It's easy. There's a link in the show notes you can click on. Or just go to our website, birdiedads.com, and sign up. We are also giving you our free guide to creating your own pre shot routine in golf. Now, let's get back to our interview. 
That's awesome. We should go, you go down and visit Trevor. He lives in Bend, Oregon. So that, they're up at altitude. So it would fly oh, like probably 300. Then, so you're it's, good. it's better yeah. for my ego. I get to brag to these guys, you know, <laughs> even though I'm swinging. So we not as hard as them, but yeah, <laughs> it helps. Nice. So um, I, I know kind of the, the backstory a little bit, but I don't know if you guys want to uh, go into a little more detail. Um, so Brett, you got to caddy for Kim <clears throat> in an actual event uh, for money. So, um, how, (laughs) how how was it for you? Yeah. How'd that work out? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I managed to smuggle, uh, small bottles of fireball in the bag, which really just for me frowned upon FYI. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Listen, I honestly, I've got a solid 25, unbelievable moments of caddying for Kim Welch. How many events do you think you caddied for me in? Uh, I'd say five, five tour events, five, five events where there was significant U S currency on the line. (laughs) (laughs) Pressure. Yeah. Uh, She invited me to the Bahamas to play in the pure silk. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, (laughs) yeah, that's, that would be really amazing uh so we go to the practice green and um she's like so let's see let's have you like read a green for me let's read a green she's like if i have if the ball is here and you and i need it to get to the hole where do you see what where do you see the ball coming into the hole from and i was like okay only from what i've ever seen on tv like i walk around i look i look at it and i'm like (laughs) so like this like let's say this area like right here the, like if you get the ball to here, it's got a pretty good chance of it uh, going in. And she was like, okay, <laughs> um, I need to know the blade of grass that you would mm-hmm. like me to hit it to for it to go into the hole. And I was like, oh, it's the green one. Hit the green one. That green one is right over there. Uh, that went over None well, of right, that flew. None <laughs> of that flew. Um, but I would say in the first seven steps off the first tee of the practice round at the pure silk, I don't know the year is bad sign, <laughs> mm-hmm. bad sign. Uh, she outdrove everybody. We're halfway there to her ball. And I'm like, this is amazing. I'm walking with this stunning woman who just outdrove everybody in the group. And it's just the Bahamas. This is so spectacular. And I was like, Oh, um, okay. Clothes. Got my, got my gear, got my towel, my towel. Oh, Oh no. The towel. Like I need to carry the clubs and a towel. I got two jobs. <laughs> you got 50%. The towel, when I look back, is on the downside of the tee box. <laughs> Seven <laughs> steps in. Yeah. Do you go back and get it or do you just leave I, it and try to find I another one? The, I laid the bag down, ran back. You better go back and get it. And that, <laughs> that is when I learned, that is when I learned Docker shorts. Not the thing to wear as a caddy. Oh. <laughs> you need breathing down there. You need yeah. circulation. Yeah. yeah. Look, looks like you uh, went for this uh, swim kind of in mid- midriff. There. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Any sort of talc uh, became decedent. Nice. That nice. still a product? Don't know. Uh, for, for babies. We know that well. I have some. I got gotcha. you. 
Yeah. Oh, see, <laughs> know your audience, folks. There, there, there you go. That's good. Now, when you're caddying, I know if I caddied with my wife, any any time that would happen, uh, the relationship is going to creep into that round. I mean, she'd be telling me I couldn't hit it to the right; it breaks left. I never listen. So, <laughs> how often does that relationship come into that caddying experience? I mean, it is every step from the second the car door opens, and if you're at the hotel. It's kind of like, I mean, it's an amazing experience. It really is like to go from, I'm just going to say it and I'm probably going to get hot tea in my face, but to in the hotel to go from being lovers <laughs> to, to being uh, an employee <laughs> like that, like it is that fast. So it's like you get out of bed and you're like, so what time do you want to get going? And she's like, let's go at 7.15. So I'm like at seven, I'm like standing there, I'm making sure my belt, my shirt's tucked. I got my, my stuff in the bed. And then you're walking down the hallway of the hotel, like on staff. I am number one employee. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't know if that's just a golf tournament thing. I think that's just a, like a relationship thing. Uh, uh, it's it? a life thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> really? Number one employee. <laughs> right here. There you go. <laughs> um, but no, I'm, there's definitely hesitation of things that I see in a break that I may not say something, but you, what you really have to understand is to be a caddy, you have to caddy for that player. And the difference of you ever being a player in the past is gone. Like, it's not how I would hit it. As a lefty, I still putt right-handed. So I see all the way that the, that she would putt in the same, but you have to forget about being a golfer. You're never a golfer the moment you put on that bib as a caddy. Like it's how they play, how she plays is how you have to assist. And Kim, I would hit a, no, not, you never <laughs> say that. Mm-hmm. Fair. And so Kim, you, you've had some bad experience with caddies on the, especially on the Symmetra tour where you were kind of paired up with somebody. It wasn't necessarily your caddy. What was the worst that you've ever experienced as far as a caddy goes? And, and I ask this because we're going to probably at some point be caddies for our kids. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the for goal sure. for us anyways. Right. So yeah. Trevor is right now. So yeah. um, <laughs> what should we not be doing? Um, so I have to admit, I kind of binge listened to a lot of your guys' podcasts today and I loved it. And I heard, I forget who it was. Somebody was talking about being the positive one. I think it was you, Brian, mm-hmm. um, about kind of always staying positive, not saying like, Hey, if there's water on the left, Hey, don't go left, <laughs> you know, mm, just right. say, Hey, aim a little bit more right. So I've had caddies in the past who have not really done that so well. Um, I had one kind of in the last few years who we were playing in the tour championship and it was a course that he himself had played and, you know, we're just kind of shooting the, you know, and he's like, Oh, I remember the last time I played this course, I had a quad on this hole. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about it. I, I don't care. I'm about to play this hole and you just put in my mind that there's a quad out there just waiting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, you know, and I tried not to get mad at him because he was just kind of trying to be loose and have a conversation that involved him, which was great. But I was like, dude, you have to understand, like, 
golf is so mental. And I know, you know, this, like, just Mm -hmm. keep it positive. Tell me about the birdie that you had, you know, in three holes. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. So, so did you, were you able to recover off of something like that? Like, what do you think of mentally? Like, how do you get back in the zone off of that? Or is it just, you're, you're done. No. <laughs> you're lost. Oh my gosh. If I was done after that, I would be not playing <laughs> golf anymore. Um, no, it's just, you learn to kind of let that just roll off your back. You know, like hmm. I find that if I don't address it, then it kind of eats away at me a little bit. But as soon as I address it and be like, Hey, yo, listen, like you can't really do that. I know it was an honest mistake, um, but let's just move on and be positive from here on out. Once I do that, it's kind of, you know, it's gone. It's fine. Kim, I've heard um, it's said from caddies. They said, if you truly want to improve your game, go study the LPGA. And they talk about the, the core fundamentals are so much stronger. It, what, what's one thing that we're not studying that you would, you would take from that? Uh, are you like as amateurs? Yeah, as an amateur yeah. golfer. I would say LPGA is so much more relatable in terms of just games. Like you're, you know, I don't know how far you guys hit it, but I'm sure you're not hitting it 3:30 like the PGA Tour guys are. So if you are hitting it anywhere from two 2:30 to 2:70, watch the LPGA and watch their their course management is probably the biggest thing. Because, Huge. You know, you might have a par four that yeah, you could hit driver all day, but it might bring in certain things into play and you might have an odd yardage, uh, you know, when you get up to your second shot. Yeah. Yes, live, sto- live story about that exact <laughs> moment of uh, first hole in the Australian open in Victoria. Mm-hmm. The first hole was like 246, a par four, 246. And the practice round, uh, she hits a seven mm-hmm. iron and a three wood and a three wood like landed in the bunker. And the seven iron was a hundred yards out. And it was like, wow, what do we do? What do we do? She finally like pulls the seven. And from a hundred yards, Kim is the, it's the bread and butter of her game. But in her mind to know, like, I need to be 100 yards out if I'm going to get it close. And to, to like hit it, I believe she hit it to about six inches of the hole. And I started laughing. I was like, (laughs) And then I have to like keep my nice. composure and I'm looking down, walking, just towel, like finally hold the only way I can hold on the towels if I cover my face while I'm laughing. But it was like, wow, we all would have gone for the green. Mm-hmm. It's so tempting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It is. We, yeah, we had a, we had Scott Stallings on and his advice for all the amateur golfers was just because you can, doesn't mean you should. And that's a perfect example that right there. Great. So perfect. Great. Yeah. Even yeah. for me, like, I mean, it's the first hole of the Australian open. Of course I want a smash driver, but it's stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it takes so much more discipline to pull that seven iron, knowing that you're going to have a hundred yards out. It's an easy second shot. You're not going to be screwed in a bunker, you know, and it yeah. just, it takes a lot of the, of the pressure off. Yeah. I got to say, I've been, I've been, I have two girls, seven and nine and kind of, for selfish reasons, I've been kind of brainwashing them a little bit. I'll just leave the LPA, LPGA event on for the week, just kind of in nice. the background when they're doing yeah. homework, you know, just so they can see. But, you know, so the last four years, so. I've been just kind of just binging on LPGA. And I got to say, oh, like, weird. LPGA's on again. Yeah, oh, weird. It's just all they play. Um, yeah, Nickelodeon, no, not so much. But um, yeah, no, it's it's awesome to see how um, you girls out there can use every club in the bag, right? I mean, it's like 
like you said, you're, you're laying up with your seven iron, you're hitting your four iron in, you know, you're laying up maybe for, you're not going for the par five to see, yeah. see that it's kind of refreshing. Cause I know I'm watching, you know, the, the PGA guys and like Bryson, he's hitting on a par fives, you know, oh like driver and then like, you know, eight iron. And it's yeah. just like, it's not realistic <laughs> for me. So right. to be able to watch that, it's, it's kind of refreshing to see yeah, you guys being sure. able to do that. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you watch the guys and there's like, there's that saying, no laying up. I think every guy on the PGA tour abides by that saying, like nobody lays up on tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know? just, just when we go out and golf, we, yeah, we have that saying too. And, and that's why right. we're, you know, the high teens, right, Brett? How does that work out? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's right. right. <laughs> I am super stoked on a bogey on a par five with a three putt. <laughs> that means I played it correctly. You played it smart. That's right. Yeah. I played it smart go. and bladed my P wedge from 60 yards there through the go. green. <laughs> P wedge or valve wedge? Which one was that? Valve wedge. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So, so Brett, I got to say, I played golf with you. I, I played golf with both of you guys. Um, yeah. Kim for a couple holes, Brett for a couple rounds. Um, yeah. Brett, you have this weird obsession with keeping shoes clean. Did you get that from Kim or was that something that you inherited from growing up playing golf? No, no, no. That's uh that's an everyday event. That's oh. a, I'm a clean shoe guy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a brush under the sink for potatoes and shoes. <laughs> Not the same brush. Not the same brush. <laughs> Not the same brush. <laughs> Not yeah. the same brush. Be clear. No, okay. something about looking down, seeing clean, keeping it clean. Mm-hmm confidence. Uh, I feel good. I look good. Uh, that's all I got. Cause once the contact is made, it's probably bad, but it's the whole prep is good and clean. Gotcha. So, um, you said you're a Southpaw when you golf, yeah. but you putt right. I have my, my oldest son is right-handed, obviously dominated. Like that's just okay. how things. Um, my youngest is just, I tried to get him to be right-handed, but he just he just didn't like, he just doesn't do it. Like he just always turns around the other side and swings left-handed. So when did you know that you were a lefty always? Oh, like boys club basketball is kind of like when I was eight or nine, I think is when I realized I was left-handed and not everybody was left-handed. It was a easier, I had a spin move as a point guard that was lethal. Mm. Mm. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm in my Reebok pumps that was just outstanding, but you couldn't guard a lefty. And that's kind of why in high school, I was a better like water polo player as well. Cause that lefty, it's not, it's so not common. And then, uh, no, you know, nobody adjusted, but now everybody's like ambidextrous and stuff. It's like, uh, lefty, that's it. So. Mm-hmm. All right. But good, good sales on clubs as a lefty. Hey, good point. Good point. <laughs> good sales. I like that. Uh, but like you probably, you know, I got an M6 driver for Christmas last year. Um, but by the time I got it, the sim was out because they just don't make lefty clubs that fast. Mm. <laughs> gotcha. so, yeah. Have you gotten your son a lefty club? Just, just this year for Christmas. Yeah. They got, they got some from Gramps. Um, and so they, they each got a set, uh, one was right and one was left. So, but they're both the same size. So we're just going to see, we're going to see which one they they do better with. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, pretty natural. Yeah. So it's pretty funny seeing them carry that bag around the house. 
<laughs> like, ah, uh, uh, does, does my heart good. <laughs> as a, as a non-professional athlete of the house, uh, that's really the only thing I benefit from is, uh, putting and balls because okay. any club and it's like a new club will show up. It's one hit, maybe two hits and she'll know if it's going to stick around. But after one hit, like there's some, Comes there's thousands of dollars in the garage of Callaway drivers that one hit. Didn't make the cut. Yeah. Didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I can't trade this in for a lefty, but I want to. <laughs> thanks, Callaway. Kim, back to your. There you go, Kim. Yeah, thanks, Callaway. Kim, back to your golf. And you talked about the mental game a little bit. Do you have a specific pre-shot routine you go through? Um, I do. Yeah, it's uh, it's something that I've had uh, for full shots. I've probably had the same pre-shot routine since high school or college, um, putting tends to change a little bit, um, maybe every couple years or so. Um, but yeah, my pre-shot routine for, for full swings is, you know, I kind of take very casual, maybe two practice swings. Um, but I'm doing it more to kind of see the line that I want and the shape of the shot that I want. I come back behind the ball and look kind of down the line and uh, then step into the shop. And you were taught that in high school? I think so. I mean, I don't remember anybody really teaching it to me. Um, it may have been honed, you know, kind of in high school and in college, but it was just kind of something that I don't know if I saw it on TV. I'm sure I did. You know, I saw some pro doing that and was like, oh, that looks good. I'll try that. I was going to say, did, when did you finally fully commit to the golf thing? It was like, did you play other sports too after 12? you know, team sports and things like when did you commit fully to, to golf? Yeah, I grew up, uh, all of my brothers and my sister and I, we all played, uh, multiple sports growing up. Um, my favorite was soccer. So I played soccer until all the way through high school until I was 18. Um, I think it was my senior year of high school. I had to choose between golf and soccer that year because they had switched it to the same season. Um, up until then I kind of could play both. And, um, I finally realized I've got a better chance at maybe a college scholarship with golf than I do soccer. So, um, kind of had to drop that, but I played basketball, I think up until my freshman year of high school, I ran track, did karate. So my parents had us in can a you, lot. Can you beat Brett in basketball? Ooh. Ooh, we've only ever played horse. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna ask if you've seen that that vicious spin move that he has to left hand. <laughs> push him right. All Just push him right. Yeah. I'm sure he did do that even when we were playing horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Vicious spin move, jump shot. It's like it's horse. <laughs> I'm just doing the jump shot. <laughs> I don't um, have to do your pre-shot routine. Yeah, that's right. right. That's right. So I'm, I'm going to ask a couple of can questions here. You can answer them in any order you want, but they're for both of you. Um, so first one, favorite golf moment can be pro amateur just with each other. And then, um, second is uh, favorite club. If you had one club to hit all, all round, what would it be? Oof. Okay. I'll start with my favorite golf moment, um, was being able to play Pebble beach with Brett and, uh, also my mom and dad. It was super special. Um, as a junior golfer, they would always have like the tournament tournament of champions at Pebble um, the day after Christmas. So I got to play in that a couple times. And so we would have to leave on Christmas 
to go stay the night in Monterey and then play Pebble the next morning. So my mom and dad always went with me. And so that was just a super special moment growing up. And then as a pro to play in a tournament at Pebble and get to take my parents there and stay behind the 18th green and at the lodge. Like it was just Mm. so cool. It was pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. And and not having to pay the 500 a person was also kind of amazing. It's <laughs> a good hookup. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was a bonus, but. I was like, oh, look, there goes another 2,000 off the tee and another 2,000 off the tee and another 2,000. <laughs> it's long. counting the foursomes. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I mean, I, I always, to narrow it down to one is kind of brutal. I've, I, I parred the eighth hole par three at, Kapalua. Mm. Amazing. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, she just reminded me of that. What was the tournament in San Francisco that the big boys just played that you have played? Oh, the PGA? Yeah. At Harding Park? Yeah, the PGA oh. Harding Park. I was like, that's kind of by your place, babe. Uh, did you, have you ever played there? And she said, Yes. Because <laughs> I, um, I won the San Francisco City Amateur as a, I think a 16 or 17 year old. Oh, wow. Uh, so it was cool. I was like, Oh yeah, my trophy's still up there in the pro shop. My name's up there. You know, <laughs> I was you like, go. what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I know> <laughs> I can hang with Colin Morikawa. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's awesome. He, he's, he's not that good. <laughs> yeah, I can show him a thing or two. Uh, and I recently uh, rented a club in Atlanta uh, Callaway hyperspeed hyperface hyperspeed face cup. Yeah, Thank that's you, my favorite club. Hyperspeed face cup. What is that? Is that I a driver? Read. What is that? It's sorry. No, it's a hybrid. It's a hybrid that I tried to steal. I tried to steal it from the rental from the place, and uh, walking with a straight leg out of the pro shop was not appropriate. So I was kind of <laughs> caught. But I bought it online, and it's stunning. The, an amazing. And you do club. hit it. Kind of from, he hits it probably from like anywhere from 180 to 210. And then he uses it around the green, like yeah. all the yeah. time. Yeah. It's heavy so rough. That it just wipes right through it. Totally. Sure. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Totally. Yeah. This so, segment so, brought to you by Hyperspeed Face Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Reach out. Yeah. Galloway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And, and Kim, what, what's your club? What's your one? Or do you have uh, one? If I had one, I would say probably my seven iron. That I feel like I could kind of hit that from anywhere, you know, between 140 if I had to and 175. And then chipping with it around the green for those long chipping runs. I like that. Good. Well, we're, we're uh, gain, gaining momentum uh, with, with our guests on doing a one club challenge. So we'll have you. Yeah. And then we'll all draw draw cards to pick the club, and so you get priority on which one you're going to pick. No one gets to choose the same one. So yeah, we'll see how we do. We'll have you guys. Question. Question. Yes. Um, so Brett and I used to do a one club challenge at the par three course that's near us, and it was always really fun. We'd go out Saturday mornings, loser pours bloody marys the rest of the day. Mm. Awesome. But I don't know if it can really be considered a one club challenge because we did one iron of your choice and a putter. So do you we get the, a putter? You had the putter. You had the okay. putter. Yeah. Um, right. We're still building the, the rules on this challenge, Cam. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so we're Dry taking suggestions. Board. 
Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm hearing is that sounds like a really good relationship builder there. Club <laughs> challenge on the par three. So <laughs> yeah. Let's it sounds like it Brett just way. pours a lot of uh, Bloody Marys. That's yeah, what it exactly. Like. <laughs> exactly. And builds a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> My shirt looks like a crime scene at the end of Sunday in the afternoon. I've spilled not- zing zang all over the place. <laughs> you wear a shirt that says employee number one out on the yeah. party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Employee of the month every month. Yeah. It's right up. The plaque is right up next to Kim's Hall of Fame in Washington State. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, this has been great, guys. We appreciate you yeah, guys coming on. It. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, this has been fun. Yeah. It's a really cool thing that you guys have. I, I, I'm going to binge listen as well. But I'll tell you what, like, just to be around Kim and know her collegiate background and being a professional, it's like the kids now, uh, I have seven W's and one F on my college transcript because of my water polo skills. But if that, if you guys hone these chickadees now, I mean, hey, it is a a, pun, a ticket to be punched for school. Like, and who knows what's going on with school anyway? This is the first time I think we've both had our masks off while looking at other people without their masks on. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's nice to see faces, actually. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. right. yeah. But um, it, it seems like an awesome thing. I'm, uh, when I go to her parents' house and see all the stuff of, her being a little kid and with these trophies, it's like, wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I I love to tell dads of girls, you know, especially young girls, like just keep them involved however you can keep it fun for them just to keep their interest. You know, it doesn't matter if they don't take it seriously until they're 14, 15, 16 or 30, you know, or 49. it's such a cool thing <laughs> to be able to play golf with your daughter. Mm-hmm. And that potential of a college scholarship is always out there. There's so many for girls. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I guess I would, I would ask you one last question, Kim, what, what's the thinking back at it, like growing up, what was your most fun game that your dad or your mom played with you in the game of golf that you can remember that kept you coming back? Or I guess the best bribe, you know, ice cream, something like that. Uh, getting to drive the golf cart. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, that easy. Check. Okay. Okay. That's easy. It's all that matters. I mean, I would go to the course anytime as long as I could drive the golf cart. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and then slowly easy. he would be like, okay, you're going to have to hit like 10 balls and then you can drive the golf cart. <laughs> okay. All right. That works. That gives me something yeah. to kind of Great work tip. on. Great yeah. tip. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Well, that, that's all of our goal. Like, I don't think that think, think that we're, you know, trying to get our kids golf scholarships. I think that would be a bonus if it happened, um, <laughs> yeah. but, but we just want to get them to love the game and totally. be able to play Pebble beach with them, uh, when they get older. Right. And probably have to spend more than $2,000 by that point, Brett, but, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, we can drink. Yes, exactly. That'd be great. Hey, thanks guys. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, thank you guys very much. Congrats on all this. This is really cool. Thank you. You've just listened for free. Now here's the deal. Go to our website at birdiedads.com and join us. You will get our golf starters guide and our golf coloring book for kids free right now by signing up. It just takes an email. Thanks for hanging out with us and we'll see you next time.